podcast for the purpose of the podcast i always say it's make me money because we have so many disingenuous people out there trying to take your money right trying to take advantage of you uh, people new to the sports betting market uh, they get taken advantage of and they lose money so this is a warren buffett podcast where the objective is not to lose money i have an mba securities licenses Clients worth $50 million and above. We're working on their taxes, tax mitigation. They want to pay the least amount of taxes as possible. So it's, this is a finance podcast where we focus on collaboration. The Chinese say we can't collaborate. Uh, well, we can. Uh, Putin says we can't collaborate, right? NATO can't stop me because uh, I got... Uh, I got uh, Germany under my thumb. So they say, oh, you know, you, you can't collaborate. You guys cannot collaborate. So we're going to beat you, right? So this podcast proves uh, differently. Yes, you can uh, collaborate and you can make money. So when you look at a chart we have on there, we started the season uh, at 60% for the year. 59.78, something like that, which I call 60 because we got some money line bets. But it, it ended up being around 400% ROI. So that means you have four times as much money as you started. But now the playoffs are hard. Usually in the playoffs, I'm 60, 65%. This time, what are we, Scott? I think so we're, in, I think we're at the, about the 74% range overall right now. So, which is ridiculous. Yeah unheard of, legendary, we'll be talking about this for years type of uh, situation. So uh, we use business and financial concepts in order to get those phenomenal results. And we learn from our mistakes, right? Uh, we... So we self-scout. Who knows what that was? Those are Chinese getting mad at us trying to hack into the podcast. So uh, one of the business concepts we use, if you're the smartest, toughest person in the room, you are in the wrong room. So I got two guys who are smarter, tougher. Chad is a lot younger than I am. And then on Friday nights, <laughs> we've had Jim coming in and Jim has helped, right? So Jim has helped. So uh, we go on and we take things to the next level. So uh, we'll go Chad, then Scott, and then we'll get into this week's games. Boom. Yeah, man, it's been an epic playoff run. 
uh, up to this point. You know, it's kind of all the hard work and all the Hawthorne effect for the season is kind of paying off, um, you know, and but we've been uh, we've been on fire and hopefully we can just, you know, I mean, there's there's really not much. I mean, well, we got three games left on the season. So, you know, our percentages are pretty much set for the year. Um, not much we can improve or decline there. Uh, but man, this is the, uh, the best time of the year. We got, uh, you know, two great games and, uh, and the Super Bowl. So I'm, I'm excited to, uh, kind of get, get into these games with you guys and, um, let you know what I'm thinking and see what these guys are thinking. Yeah, we had another one in the back pocket, but Leslie Frazier decided he didn't want to play defense the last 30 <laughs> seconds of the game and had that took away a win from us that would, would have put us closer to 76, 77%. So, um, but it's been a great playoff run, uh, you know, over 70%. We've been talking about that 70% mark all year and how it's eluded us. And in the playoffs, we've, we've, we've hit it really, really well in the uh, research and the homework and everything as Chad said, has just, uh, has just paid off for us in this playoff run. And uh, we're going to finish it strong. I have a good feeling on it. The last three games of, of the uh, 2021 season. So um, let's try to get get it to 6-0 and the last uh, three games and uh, finish over 80%, which would be huge. So. Right. Which would be huge. And we use uh, statistics. Uh, we do uh, probability theory. The highest percentage probability is 80%. So we were about to go 100%. And in my back of my mind, I was like, well, the highest percent of probability is 80%. And uh, it's the mental health part of it as well. Uh, Buffalo, I was doing a lot of therapy with Buffalo Bills fans <laughs> sending me texts. Oh my God, I can't believe that happened. I'm like, hey, you got an MVP quarterback, you got time. But as I watched that game, I was not gripping because we had done so well up to that point. Yeah. Right. I, I hadn't lost money. So I was up and I was laughing, watching the game and texting the Buffalo Bill fans. <laughs> you know, they were asking about the second half fight, about this and that. And I was like, hey, relax, you know? And then with 13 seconds left, uh, my buddy who's a Buffalo Bill says, oh, I'm dancing in the living room. I'm like, hey, hold on. There's still time. Until it's zero zero, don't count your chickens before they hatch, right? Exactly. Uh, Buffalo Bills did cover the second half line, so I, I bet Buffalo second half line because it was Kansas City plus two and a half. Mm-hmm. And the second half ended up obviously tied, or you know Buffalo scored more points to tie it, or it was tied. It was tied. So tie, you you know. Plus two and a half. So we won there. And I, Jason was on there. I told him to take Buffalo so he could have fun. So he cashed that uh, to mitigate the other two Buffalo tickets. But he was already on the plus side because we hadn't missed the game. Um, we missed Tennessee uh, on the side. And that was because uh, Tannehill threw three interceptions. And he, they were playing a safe. That's crazy when you play a safe. Uh, he had three interceptions. But it's like those slow-down teams that we'll see in the NCAA tournament, called red ball teams, they pass it around, and then they take a shot right before the shot clock. I remember Paul West had say, remember him, and, you know, 
in Loyola Marymount, you know, three seconds in a shot, uh, that, that slowdown, the reason it doesn't work is because there's too much pressure on the guy taking the wide open shot after he passed it. There was just too much pressure on Tannehill the one time he threw a pass to read it right and do the right thing. And he crumbled under the pressure. So that was the only game we missed. Yeah, an, uh, interesting, an interesting trend, too, yeah. that I was talking with Josh about earlier in the week. Um, you know, that I, I think we, we were on two of the three, um, but this Tennessee – no, I, we all, we were talked about it, but we didn't really verbalize it specifically. But Josh was talking about how the Packers, you know, playing in that weak division, they were five and one, just off playing shitty teams, just like a pretty much to start the year. Oh, here you go, you're five and one, six and zero oh to start the year, and then you get to play the rest of your season. So if you look at the eight divisions in football, five of the divisions were had multiple playoff teams. There was three divisions in football this year that had only one playoff team. All three of those teams got eliminated in the divisional round and did not make it. That's your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Green Bay Packers, and Tennessee Titans. So um, interesting trend to look at in the future years to come. Teams that are coasting through easy divisions and not having to play um, that, that type of division rivalry versus a division like the Rams and 49ers who have three playoff teams that are having to have a playoff atmosphere and that type of style of game way more throughout the season. Something to look at moving forward next year and the years to come. Yeah, and I think another trend that we talked about on the podcast last week was Super Bowl champions are, are winless in the division round. They And Brady was 0-2 in the division round. He's now 0-3. That's a trend right. to look at for next year. Um, depending on who not saying it's going to stick for next year, but that's another trend to look at is Super Bowl champions playing in that second weekend of playoff football are now. Oh, and I think it's 13, either. Oh, and 11, Oh, and 13. And so that's another trend to look at. So these trends are like, that's a huge trend, not no Super Bowl champion who's played on the first weekend of the NFL playoffs has ever got past the second weekend of football. So well, the other thing too is uh, Green Bay, right? To Chad's yeah. point, something we talked about on the podcast is that uh, the 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 um, they have been three times now, right? Three times um, the number one in the conference, right? They've been three times number one in the conference, and they've lost. Yeah, yeah. All three times. Yep. And that's because they play Chicago, they play Detroit, all bad teams. Yep. Right? And what happens? They get into the playoffs against a better team. And three times they couldn't handle it. So why am I going to argue against that, right? I'm going to bet against it, bet San Francisco. And as we get to these conference games, uh, you have to realize that, especially somebody like Shanahan and, uh, and John Lynch, mm-hmm. they have game plans specific for the playoffs that they haven't yeah. used at all during the regular season. So uh, that's what we're looking at right now, right? 
So we'll go with the first game. Cincinnati plus seven. Kansas City. The over under opened up at 51. Now it's at 55 and a half. I like this to balloon over. I like it to go under. And in this situation, I see Kansas City blowing him out. Uh, that Taylor just doesn't have the resources that Andy Reid has. Uh, uh, Brian Callahan is going to be his offensive coordinator. Uh, they gave up seven sacks against the Titans last week. Uh, big difference between Tannehill and Mahomes. Mahomes can run also. So if all breaks down with that game plan, he'll take off and run. Remember, this is a cheap franchise with not a lot of backup. Now they're suddenly deep in the playoffs. Uh, I think this is where Cinderella takes their slippers off and uh, midnight hits, reality hits, Andy Reid hits. I mean, you can look at a bigger coaching mismatch between Zach Taylor, his third year as a head coach, against Andy Reid, Super Bowl champion. And, you know, he has a lot of resources in Kansas City. He's learning how to delegate as much as he can. But Spagnuolo, his defensive coordinator, also has won three Super Bowls, right? One with him and then two with the Giants. Also a former head coach. Against a guy, he's good, the defensive coordinator for Cincinnati. But too many problems. Hartman's a problem. Uh, the, the new running back's a problem. McKinnon's a problem. Kelsey's a problem. Tyreek Hill's a problem, right? So blowout city. Usually in the conference, it's one blowout and one close game. This will be under, right? It'll be a blowout. Andy Reid will start running, turn down the clock. So give me Kansas City minus seven under whatever it balloons to on uh, Sunday. And we'll do a live stream for 30 minutes like we're doing uh, regularly. And we'll tell you, we're right now definitely an old, under uh, uh, 55 right now. Over that key number, right, of 49 as you get into 55, definitely taking them to 55. What do you think, Scott, then Chad? So these two teams are totally different from the last time they played, which was just a month ago. Uh, Cincinnati's offensive line has gotten a whole lot worse, I think, than they were at the time they played Kansas City in the first game. Jamar Chase had 11 catches, 266 yards, three touchdowns. It's not happening again. Spagnola will not allow it to happen again. Uh, Reed will not allow it to happen again. Um, the Chiefs' defense is playing a lot better than they did the first time, i.e. Buffalo. You, you know, you look at the Buffalo game, you say, how can that be? I just think they are, and I think they're going to pressure Burrow um, completely. The one thing you have to watch for is Tyron Matthew. Is he going to play or is he not going to play? He's in concussion protocol right now. Um, that seemed to change Kansas City on defense last week. Um, you know, Buffalo was able to hit down the middle a lot more deeper shots without him in. So that's that's a key thing you got to worry about with with Cincinnati and Kansas City. Again, the live stream thirty minutes beforehand, we'll we'll know all that information going into that game. So, um, but the under is definitely going. This is that the, uh, under is based on what Kansas City did in the last two minutes against the Bills and overtime right. last week. That's the in only the reason why. Game. Totally. Yep. Yep. So, um, 
You know, so I, I think Kansas City has been here before, fourth straight, fourth straight year hosting the AFC Championship game. That means a lot in these type of games. Cincinnati, as you said, just happy to be there. Um, they'll be back in the future, but for this game, I think Kansas City is going to win by a couple of touchdowns, and I think it's going under. I, that's that's where I'm going. I, I totally agree with you, Josh, on this. So. Absolutely, and they're going to play zone to try to mitigate Chase Sorensen. Uh, he's a horrible athlete, but he's smart, and Andy really likes him. And he yeah. saved them with that uh, that fake punt Houston had when they were up by 26 points to change the game around. But he's a liability. You know, he can, he'll be had in the passing game if Tyron Matthews is in there. But the problem, again, is the Kansas City defense, what they're good at is rushing the passer. And man, they gave uh they gave a 51 sacks in the regular season and it's continued to the playoffs. They haven't done anything. And then it then to try to fix it, try to get a tight end or fullback to try to chip, uh just messes them up. Ripple effect, right? And the uh, and the one think- thing and the one thing yeah, before yeah. you go to Chad, what we've been talking about this year is this COVID and players coming off of it. Kelsey was coming off COVID last time, did not have a good game. Hill was still feeling the effects from the COVID, did not have a great game. So those guys are totally healthy and far enough away from COVID now. Those, those guys will make a difference in this game, I think. 100%. 100%. He called it at the time. This is a difference, right? A lot of people have a lot to say after the game. We're telling you stuff before the game, so you put money in your pocket and you mitigate inflation. What do you think, Chad? Oh uh, yeah, man, I I agree with you guys. You know, I think the set amount of sacks the Bengals are giving up is scary, um, and I think Joe Burrow is going to be in for a tough night and going to have a lot of pressure on him. I think their pass rush will excel. Yeah, and I, I, I like the Chiefs to win this one by, by a couple of touchdowns going away. Um, yeah, I think the number is is a way too high for a AFC championship game, and it's probably going to continue to go up. Um, you know, this is kind of a classic. If you look at every young, good team, you know, Burrow, you know, even look at Jordan when he was, was coming up. You know, they get to the, the Eastern Conference Finals or the AFC championship game. You get to this spot – kind of get your ass kicked the first time you get here and, and realize kind of what it takes and 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 uh and regroup it and, and come and get it done you know and get to your first Super Bowl you do rarely see a team get here for their first time um and 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 have an awesome game and play lights out so yeah I, I'm expecting um like you said the wheels to fall off Cinderella here um it's going to come to an end in Arrowhead that stadium is a tough place to play and uh, I, I think the Chiefs are gonna gonna route them here, and uh, it, it'll stay under that that big number. So I'm, I'm, I agree with you guys. Nice. So the unanimous pick is uh, bet it now. Bet well. Uh, the minus seven. Uh, bet it now because that's gonna balloon. The the fifty five under fifty five. Bet it later, right? Bet it later. Uh, but the United pick is Kansas City minus seven, under 55. As with a big lead, he's not going to – they did it a couple of times during the regular season, but that's very rare. 
And most of the time they didn't. Once they had a big lead, they started running, right? Just, yep. just sweep, just to get out of there, get to the Super Bowl. Not sure anything because they have another game to play. Not sure everything they have uh, before they get to the Super Bowl, right? That is Andy Reid, and we made a lot of money uh, just knowing what he does. The next game is going to be the San Francisco 49ers. Going to SoFi Stadium. Uh, the Rams were getting stationed, are limiting how many uh, are trying to at least eliminate all the Silicon Valley, all the San Francisco people from taking over the stadium the way they did last time. So they're trying to get away from it, right? You got family members in LA. Hey, I'm going to use your IP address to buy a ticket. So it's going to be crazy. Uh, and San Francisco being smart, uh, and Lynch won a Super Bowl with John Gruden. Now, John Gruden is very important. Because John Gruden worked for Andy Reid. Uh LaFleur from, uh, from Green Bay, who, to me, LaFleur and Zach Taylor are the same guy. They both work for Andy Reid, both offensive guys, and they both get uh, starting um, head coaching jobs early. So Zach Taylor worked for Andy Reid, and he also worked for John Gruden. Uh, Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan worked for John Gruden and worked for Andy Reid. Uh, Kyle Shanahan and McVay were on the 2006 Tampa Bay coaching staff. And I used to go to the, I moved here 2009-2006, I used to go to the uh, Rams training camp and watch these guys. I didn't know who they were. <laughs> I knew who Joe Barry was. Joe Barry is defensive coordinator for your Green Bay Packers. And he was the linebackers coach in 2006. So Gus Bradley was also on the staff. So was Raheem Morris, the defensive coordinator for your LA Rams. So in Lynch, I really see a lot of analogies with that 2006 season, the way he's approaching everything. Uh, you want to be tough, you want to beat. You say, oh, we're doing this training camp in the heat to teach our guys toughness. So uh, Shanahan and Lynch are trying to tough themselves into a Super Bowl, which they already did two years ago, right? So the Super Bowl two years ago was in Miami. And, I, and if I recall, that's when uh, COVID, I think, was there. But people didn't know it was there because there was a lot of vomiting in that Super Bowl. And people yep. were going, oh, there's some weird flu going around. And everybody got it from the Super Bowl and it was passing around everybody. And everybody's vomiting. Yep. I remember that. Uh, yep. it, was, it was San Francisco against Kansas City. So I think yep. history is going to repeat itself. I'm going to take San Francisco on the money line. I like him plus the four if it gets crazy and close. And I like this to go over the 46 points. It started out, according to Jason, does a great job. Going to keep making him a lot of money. It opened up at 47. Now it's down to 46. Uh, so you might want to wait till game time on Sunday to see how low it goes and take the over because these teams know each other they're going to beat each other up it's going to be like the national championship when Georgia won and remember McVeigh is from Georgia right uh, 
So it's going to be very low scoring into the fourth quarter where you're going to trade bombs at each other and get it over. It's going to be a close game either way. But, I, you know, my mind thinks that Raheem Morris is already out of there. He wants to get out of there. And the NFL got what they wanted, right? They have the number fifth largest market against the number two largest market in SoFi. And to get conspiracy theories out of there, you're going to have San Francisco. They're okay with San Francisco winning. Plus, San Francisco, to sell season tickets, they have to win the Super Bowl. Those Silicon Valley big money people are only impressed by Super Bowl winners. And he's going to have a rematch of the Super Bowl two years ago, this time in SoFi. So give me San Francisco plus the four. San Francisco on the money line. And I'm going to go over 46. Then I'm going to bet again the over, whatever that number is on Sunday. we got Scott and Chad. I'm going to agree with you on, on most of this. I'm going to say it's going to go over. <clears throat> going to take um, San Francisco with the points, but I'm going to take the Rams on the money line. Got it. Um, beating the team three times in the season, first of all, is extremely difficult. The San Francisco 49ers have already done it twice. Um, right. I think Stafford is playing – different than he was in that last regular season game in terms of he's minimized his mistakes. He's still making some, but he's not making as many as he was during the end of the regular season after the bye, um, the Rams bye. So I, I think the Rams will do just enough to win this game Um by a field goal. I think it's going to be a three-point game. I don't think it's going to be any more than that. Close game throughout two NFC West teams. This is exactly what the NFL wanted, I think, is at SoFi, NFC Championship game. So leg one of of what they wanted is complete. Leg two is to have the Rams play the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, and I think that's going to happen this time. I think Stafford's going to be the key. I think Stafford's going to be able to throw the ball. Cooper Cup's going to get his. He's gotten his both times against San Francisco. He's going to do it again. Um, I think Odell Beckham's going to play very big in this game. I think he's he's going to make some uh, big catches, extend drives, um, and I think they're going to they're going to win a a 27-24 game. Except it's going to go the Rams' way instead of San Francisco. So. I think San Francisco has an amazing year, but I, I think it ends here. I think the Rams are going to go to the Super Bowl. Um, and I think this is what the NFL wanted, Rams, Chiefs, in the Super Bowl. So, Yeah, I, mean, I, told, I told everybody, everybody listen to the podcast about Aldo Beckham. This is his type of vibe that he's going to do well. Uh, yeah. Two things that made me decide on San Francisco. Uh, number one is Cam Akers home of the ball a few times last week. So that's yeah. his head. I don't think they're going to go to him as much. So that's going to give San Francisco right. an advantage in the running game. Uh, and Stafford didn't throw the ball a lot against Arizona. Yeah. And Garoppolo hasn't thrown the ball a lot either, either uh, games. The only one really in the playoffs who's thrown a lot was last week, Mahomes and Allen and Joe Burrow. So – Stafford makes a, a mistake, man, they're in trouble. 
I, I think when you, I think for San Francisco, I think Debo Samuel is a huge key. I think if he if he his yardage numbers are about the same as last week, eighty yards or so, San Francisco's gonna have a tough time winning the game. I think he's the key for for them. I think he needs to have. I think he got 150 yards of offense against the Rams last time they played. So if he gets that again, I could see San Francisco winning this game pretty easily by a touchdown. Um, but I, I think Daryl Henderson. They, yeah. If, if Daryl Henderson's back. Going, yeah. They yeah. can get the running game going because Von Miller and Darnold are old. They showed their age last yep. week against Tampa Bay. And yeah. get a couple first downs, get them in there, uh, beat them up a little bit, they're going to wear down. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, so I uh, I agree with the over. I think this one um, is going to be a, a little bit higher scoring. I think this one gets to 50, mid-50s easily. Um, but, man, I'm going Rams here all the way. I'm going Rams, Super Bowl champions. That's my that's my pick to win the Super Bowl. So I think the Ram. I'm taking the Rams minus three here. Um, I think they'll win this game by a touchdown. Uh, I think it's kind of just been set up for them all year. You know, I think San Francisco's had a really good run. Um, you know, I just I, I I just think the the league wants that home team in SoFi playing the Chiefs. I think it. Um, I, I, I like the Rams, the way they're playing right now, that defense, uh, you know, it, it's they're, they're on point. You know, I think they'll make a point to stop the run um, the way they got kind of, I mean, that last game in SoFi they just played was, you know, they, they got dominated in the run game. So I think it's a good enough defense that that won't happen again. Um, kind of, you know, revenge game theory and, you know, just that, you know, those great players are not going to, let that happen again. So um, I'm taking the, I think the Rams minus three here. Uh, and they're going to be playing the Super Bowl there in their home stadium. So that's my, that's what I'm going with. All right. So we yeah. Got- I, I think that the other thing you have to think of is from the NFL's perspective, do they, if they have the 49ers chiefs in there, it could be a 17, 13 Super Bowl. And the NFL doesn't want that, especially in an, in an indoor in one of their biggest TV markets that they have other than New York. So if the Rams and the Chiefs are playing, you're looking at a, like maybe a 41-38 game, possibly an overtime too. So that that's what I think what the NFL is gearing toward is the Rams-Chiefs, as, as Chad said, because I, I think the Rams will bring an offensive firepower to that game that the NFL wants. So, Well, it'll be interesting to see – um, yeah, it's going to be close no matter what. It's, it's going to really going to be close. It's going to be a close game. Yep. And send you guys your article. Send the LA Times. It's called uh, The Rams and Chalk Day Have a Kyle Shanahan Problem. Yeah. And Shanahan has beat him every time. All right. And he's. Uh, let's see the record here between these two guys. He's beaten them six straight times. I know that. The Rams six have straight beaten times. Them six straight times. Six straight yeah. times. He's he's beaten McVay. Uh, is it going to be in McVay's head, right? Uh, again, um, Von Miller and Darnold are older guys. And I think Tim Cisco can play a safer game. 
in the Rams. He might get itchy and uh, Stafford dial up an interception. And I'm catching a couple of tickets there. All right, so we have a split decision, which means it's probably going to be crazy. So the split decision is going to be uh, the Rams uh, minus three, Rams on the money line. And we all agree on the over 46, over 45. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You guys see it getting crazy at the end. So on Friday, we're going to get more in depth into uh, the schemes and maybe adjustments are going to make going into this game and uh, go deeper into the coordinators. Uh, something I'm going to do is go deeper into the Cincinnati Bengals defensive coordinator and see what depth they have on defense and see whether Cincinnati is going to make any adjustments on the offensive line uh, for this game. And then we'll get into some props on Friday. All right, final words, guys. Split decision, Rams, money line, minus three, over 46, we all agree on. Last yes. words for Friday. So enjoy the you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see you guys on Friday, obviously, but enjoy the games. And other thing is, thank you for everybody for listening to this and downloading it. Yeah. You know, it's much, it's much appreciated. I know uh, Josh sent me something on, um, you know, on Twitter in terms of uh, number of downloads in the last week. So everybody's getting, everybody's getting the word that, that this is the podcast to listen to, to uh, make some money. So, um, you know, congratulations to everybody if you've taken our advice and, and gone to the window and made the money. Um, you know, good luck to everybody this week. I hope if you can't listen Friday night, I hope you, you're very successful. Um, and I know, I know we we're almost guaranteed we're guaranteed that we're, we're going to be successful. So uh, enjoy enjoy the football games on Sunday. Um, you know, as Jim Coventry said a week and a half ago, these are drying up. You know, after this weekend, there's one game left, one game. So um, enjoy, make the money, tip the window, tip the cashier at the window. Uh, congratulations to Jason on all the success this year um, by listening to us. So, 100%. 100%. Each podcast, we have more listeners than the previous one. Yeah, that's great. It's great. And uh, everybody's reporting, making really good money. And asking really good questions that I'll, I'll do a good job of answering uh, more questions on the air because the same questions people have offline are the same questions people have who are listening to the podcast. And we get a lot of downloads from the troops abroad. So we, I'm happy to be, bring them a little piece of home listening to us talk about yeah, it. And you saying that, thank you. Thank you to all the troops for this, this service. It allows us to do this, which is oh, great. Which is your final words, Chad? Man, um, I'm just I'm excited. Uh, it's coming to an end. It's kind of sad, bittersweet. Um, I'm you know neck deep in college basketball, so just uh, transitioning into into college basketball and enjoying the last little bit of football we got left. Exactly. So we'll transition after the Super Bowl on Monday night. We'll do some. Uh, we'll start with the top. 15 
teams of betting because all the polls, we're talking about lies, right? When I say lies, all the polls are, are lie, right? Because a team that's ranked number one or number five, playing a team that's unranked, they'll get blown out in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> so we're on, okay, who's going to blow out who in the NCAA tournament? Because we're not like the people you see on TV. We only get paid by winning. They just get paid by showing up and getting us out. We have, we have to win. And another caveat that I'll, because we'll do a Super Bowl uh, podcast, we'll do two parts, did them every year. So we'll shift from Wednesday to Friday, right? Jim can join on Fridays. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, you know, the one weekend, it's going to be sad, right? It's going to be the first day, uh, Sunday without football. But on that Friday, we'll talk about the game. We'll break down the game. Then the next Friday, we'll come back with the props and the final analysis on the game for the Super Bowl. But yep. with that being said, uh, I bet just as much tonight on San Diego State and Washington State <laughs> that I do in the Super Bowl because that's just one game. The money is just as green in Washington State basketball than it is for the Super Bowl. Most of the time, Washington State basketball is easier to pick than the Super Bowl, too. So and, people get caught I'll, up on the game, which is silly. And I'll tell yeah. you today, I, I, I bet the Miami-Florida team total over. I bet Tennessee, that didn't come through. I bet Providence on the money line, and I bet West Virginia. So I hit a couple. So I ended up going 500, which isn't great. But, you know, two wins is two wins, and, you know, I'm happy to get them. So. Well, knock on wood, last uh, – Chad is my witness – Last year, I had 80% Pac-12 basketball. Right now, uh, hopefully tonight we win one. We'll, we'll be right back at 60%. Yep. We were 80% in the conference tournament, and then 80% in the NCAA. So we want to stay on that 80% because the bigger the margin between 52.5% this break even and 80%, right, yep. it's, it's huge. You can pay for a lot of bills. You mitigate inflation. You mitigate uh, companies putting less food in the bags now, right? That's another kind of inflation. So you can buy two. And the second one you buy with betting money, right? Because this is about buying things and execution and learning markets and learning how to make business decisions without having all of the information. Because we're not privy to the game plans. we don't know. We're not on the inside, but we have to use math, uh, logic, decision science, statistics, arbitrage to come with the best decision. So we'll close with Winston Churchill. He got us through World War II. And he made a comment. You make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESUC podcast network that's why this one don't cost eight hundred dollars and that cost two hundred and i don't know what that cost i'm just shit to work that's why i'm wearing boots and shoes and roll my butt and i got a limousine stuck out there a mile long